1993, same location, Rocky Ridge and Westheimer's. With Labor Day savings at the Home Depot, we'll get your kitchen clicking. With top brand appliances, like a new LG refrigerator capable of making four different types of ice. Or an LG oven with built-in air fryer for healthier, crispier options. Plus, with convenient shopping in-store and online, your innovative new appliances are also just a click away. Get up to $700 off select appliances, plus an extra $1,000 off LG Kitchen appliances only at The Home Depot. Pricing value 824 through 913 U.S. only. See store online for details. Jim Gaffigan here with some more straight talk. Let's take a moment to appreciate our sweet children, loving grandparents, and eternal soulmates. Now let's use them to save money on wireless. Because with the Straight Talk Silver Plan, you get four lines for just $25 a month with unlimited data and no contracts. So add those human pawns, I mean loved ones, and save money. Thanks, kids. They're finally worth it. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Get four lines on Silver Unlimited for $25 per line per month, plus taxes and fees. For data management practices and additional terms, visit straighttalk.com. ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Brought to you by Zadok Jewelers, KFNC and KFNC HD2, Mont Bellevue, Houston. Yeah. They suck in extra innings. They suck in extra innings. They suck. 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 They suck. 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 From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. What happened? Going back to school on HISD. Beat it, kids. Miller headed back to school. Doesn't want to fade this pickleball heat. But Miller, if you're listening, any kids are listening, make sure that you call into the show and and uh, I don't know like about that. You. On your way back to school. I don't like know. I don't know if the kids want to call in. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't call in and challenge the host. Yeah, don't challenge us anything. Then you'll then I'll deconstruct your entire relationship with your father. But if you just want to talk and have a conversation, that's great too. We'd love to have you on Even your way to school. If you're mentally tough enough to get through that, then that's fine too. <laughs> I mean, I don't. CJ wanna... Stroud's mentally tough. He's now the starter for the Texans. Look how that worked. In out. a foregone conclusion, since the moment he was drafted, that's finally been confirmed. I don't know why D'Amico decided to do the way, let's, do it let's, the way let's, he did it. Let's 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 make it official here. D'Amico Ryan's. Who is going to be your starter in week one of the NFL season in 2023? Yes, yeah, CJ will be our week one starter in Baltimore. What is it that's translated to that decision? It's been over the course of the entire process of OTAs, training camp, preseason games, just seeing the complete product and knowing you know, CJ's desire to continue to get better. We know we're not where we need to be as a team overall. We all have to continue to get better, and it's just having a mindset to do that. And CJ, just along with all our other guys, know that we have to get better in that regard. So it's official. CJ Stroud named the starter. It's we've all known that's going to be the case, but he he did drive. He did lead the team to his first touchdown in the preseason, a little uh, play action touchdown pass. Um, that was nice to see. The running game really was what got that ball down there uh, in the red zone. CJ completed two of four passes. Didn't, you know, played in a, a few series, two or three series. I think maybe just two series, yeah. And uh, this first series, nothing happened. The second series, they went down the field. Damian Pierce with a couple of really good runs. I think something happened. I think in that first series, it shows what probably will be the Texans' issue throughout the year. 
their wide receivers not making plays. Uh, yeah. Robert Woods had a chance. Even Nico Collins, a, a ball, uh-huh. a nice ball by Even Adam C. Humphreys in the game. Like, it was throughout the game. Wide receivers had opportunities that they didn't and get. We, and we look around the league as far as young young quarterbacks and what they need to succeed. Sure, you want them to be protected, but even maybe more importantly is when they do find a guy, and, and, he, and particularly C.J. Stroud, who the criticism was the lack of ability to make off-schedule plays and he oh. tried to make one of robert woods he put that ball where it should put been, it exactly and robert woods been. didn't make the play and then he made a nice throw down the sideline that nico collins couldn't come down with so he will probably be let down more by his receivers i think than he will be letting them down because we've talked about it before this is the least talented wide receivers he's played with in three years because at ohio state he Easily. had first rounders throughout and a potential top five pick in Marvin Harrison Jr. that he played with last year. So it'll be interesting to see, can can the Texans wide receivers be something that isn't a detriment? Because it was, it was a couple, just a couple plays, but they're, I think, back-to-back where receivers had a chance to make plays and they didn't make them. Yeah, I, I I'll have a lot of thoughts on uh, on this game. Really dug in on this one. There's, there's a lot to get to with the Texans. Cut day is going to be Tuesday. Uh, well, that's when all the cuts have to be done. We're already seeing some initial cuts. P.J. Walker, former roughneck, was cut after getting a two... He signed a two-year, four-plus-million-dollar deal with the Bears. Two million was guaranteed, and they ended up cutting him. They're going to stick with the rookie, Tyson Badgett, uh, and then Nathan Peterman's also fighting for a spot. So P.J. Walker got cut but so cuts can take place any time now but all of them have to be completed by tuesday it's a single cut down day so we'll figure out what goes on with the texans but a lot of thoughts that we will get into um about that texans game if you watch that against the saints last night on fox on channel 26 is, is where you could have found it if, if you didn't see it the houston astros pummeled okay so let's get through the weekend first it was a near no hitter for fromber again and then Ryan Presley with a huge letdown in the ninth. The Astros go in with a one-run lead. They tie it up. The uh, Tigers tie it up in the ninth, and then he gives a three-run walk-off home run up. The uh, is the player's first career home run ever, and Ryan Presley catches the loss on that one, which is very unfortunate. Good bounce back by Hunter Brown in the offense the next day, and then yesterday was... Um, Decent performance by Justin Verlander. He actually had to work out of quite a few jams. Uh, did not have his best stuff. Did make it through five innings yesterday, um, and it made some very clutch pitches. But it was the offense. 25 hits, 17 runs for the Astros yesterday. Uh, Jeremy Pena with a five-hit game. He went five for six. I mean, the lineup up and down, it was just hit, 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 hit. You had multi-hit games. Uh, Bregman had was two for four. Corey Jolks had base hits in both of his at-bats. Jordan with a couple hits and three RBIs. Kyle Tucker, including a home run. Uh, Yiner Diaz had another home run. He was two for two uh, after coming in a catcher, including a home run yesterday. Even Maldonado with a couple of hits, including one with a player in scoring position. He had he had an RBI yesterday. So and uh, Dubon, three for, for, for six. Even Jonathan Singleton had a hit, so it was a big day. Yeah. Jonathan Singleton has got that average up to one. I don't know if you've seen, but the hits are coming for John Singleton. Yeah, they he's are. He's no longer actually. going over anymore. He's he, and any time he gets a hit, as long as he's not having like an eight at bat day, which it almost felt like he did yesterday, considering what their Astros did, that average is going to continue to climb, Lance. That's right. 
He doesn't shine Just shoes anymore. Keep getting hits, John Singleton. One Just, for one on on Saturday and one one for five on Sunday. That's all you got to do is just all we ask for you to do is just what, get hits. What's two out of six? Two out of six is hitting three thirty three. Yeah, hot streak. So oh yeah, so over the last uh, over his last, uh, so set, his last six at bats. Yeah, over his last six at bats, he has two hits. So this is a, what I would call a bit of a mini hot streak right now for uh, for John Singleton. We joke he had a couple of base hits the other day as well, including a big double. So what you have so going on? You want to apologize? Uh, well, no, I'd like for him to. Well, how am I? What am I apologizing you were, for? You, you know, you came on very strong talking about how the story, the cute John Singleton story, was not a thing anymore, and you understand why he no, why the Brewers did what they did to him, and you were burying him, and all of a sudden, John Singleton, yeah, he base knocks all over the place. He's uh, all over. What's three thirty three? Is that Hall of Fame yeah, career? Now, uh, if he can keep this up, now he's never hit two hundred in a season. Yeah, ever. But what about the last two days? Is he hitting? No, he's he's on a Hall of Fame pace. Thank you. From last I guess. As long well, as he does he get not the a face, lot of RBIs. Does he get the face uh, Tiger pitching the rest not of the lot of, No, he doesn't. But he does get some favorable pitching. As a matter of fact, now the Astros are headed to the Boston Red Sox today. They've got the Red Sox at six uh, six ten this today this afternoon. Uh, Christian Javier scheduled to pitch there. So you got Javier, JP France, and Framber Valdez are Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at Boston. And you come home, you got the Yankees after that. The failing Yankees, the last place Yankees with the lowest ratings, and the pathetic, pathetic mm. New York Yankees. You face them at home. And uh, then you're off to Texas, three there, and then you've got San Diego. So we won't get too far ahead of ourselves, but. What about Man, the I've news? never seen a I've never seen a season like this for the Texans or for the Astros. It's been a while, at least, where you are fighting for a, a division title and a wild card spot all at the, all same, the time. same time. All at the same time. So yesterday, Seattle uh, won three to two, but the Rangers lost in extra innings. You had the, Seattle's now leading a division. John's he's going to come in. He's I told you I told no, you about he, Seattle. He can't do that now because his. His thing, His is, thing is the Astros will win the division by six games. Or will he try to he will try to get around being wrong by saying I said they'd be ahead of the Rangers by six and a half games and that's still on the he'll table. He'll try, but he said they would win the division. He'll say, just wait. They're still going to, but I told you about Seattle. He's going to take credit for both. Okay. He's going to try I, to I'm not done with the John Singleton praise. Oh, o- go ahead. Over the last week, five Five hits and fourteen at bats. What does that come out to? A three fifty seven average. Now that's now we're talking like Tony Gwynn types. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, three fifty seven. I mean, is is going to lead the American League in bats? Are we average. calling him? We can't call him Husky Tony Gwynn because Tony Gwynn was Husky himself. Yeah, he was already Husky. What we, we call we can't call Jonathan Singleton the Hit King. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know what we call him, but he deserves a nickname. If he's going to get five hits out of every fourteen at bats. Of course, those fourteen of that well, stretch I mean, over seven be, days. That's going to be a Disney movie. Yeah, three fifty-seven average. We got, we got, we got to. We have to have the praise match the slander, and that's on you. Yeah, no, five four. T- uh, I mean, I can make it, Jonathan Singleton. Day, it just feels weird. He just went one for five, and yeah, Jeremy Pena was five of six. Like I, I feel yeah, like I don't know Jer- if we. And you have you have taken your shot to Jeremy Pena. No, as I've well. been a Jeremy Pena lover. Uh hater. I think is the word we're looking for. No. No. Is he back? Jeremy Pena. Yeah, Jeremy Pena's back, folks. Jeremy Pena is back, folks. 
five of six, and that's just and and really it's been a run. It's been a run for Jeremy Pena. He has gotten hot. Alex Bregman and Jose Altuve, like the bats have definitely come around. The bats are not really a problem right now. Yeah, you'll have a game here or there. It's the starting pitching that that is and occasionally the bullpen that is going to even though the bullpen's been better. Um that was a stinker from Ryan Presley. If he doesn't do that, you are you're tied for first. But uh the Astros right now are a game out of first, but they're also, you know, having to fade the Toronto Blue Jays who you know, they're on their heels a little bit. The Astros have a little bit of room. The Blue Jays lost an extra inning yesterday. So the Astros right now are uh, two and a half up on the Toronto Blue Jays. So that was nice. You have a little extra space. But you need to keep up this pace of trying to win two out of every three, and you'll lock this in besides having a chance at winning a division. This, one, this is the first time the Astros have been in a true division battle for a long, long time. And it's going to be fun watching multiple teams scoreboard watching multiple teams now with the uh the rangers the astros and seattle all taking a look there and if things aren't always so tutti frutti then you're gonna have to keep your eyes on the toronto blue jays but take care of your business you won't have to worry about the blue jays and that final um uh, free the final wild card spot in fact the rangers may have to be worrying about that not the astros wouldn't it be great if the rangers just because they're in dallas after and because we don't you know, we don't particularly care for, we don't care for anything really Dallas related, but wouldn't it be awesome if they fell completely out of the playoffs? I'd rather see Seattle out of the playoffs, to be honest with you, just because young pitching, you know, always makes you a little bit nervous and Rodriguez has gotten hot. But man, if the Rangers went from leading most of the time and then fading, this is what happens. This is what happens when you allow people to run around and be a little bit too chachi in your city. <laughs> You can't. You're close blaming. Games. You're playing, blaming or you baseball what teams. You, you're what blaming. You put out. You're playing. Blaming the fans in their attire for how the Rangers are playing. Not even our fans. Just people who live in the city and or in the okay. surrounding areas. Gotcha. So I mean, I whatever you put out into the universe, you get back. I don't know the whole. If you're a big douchebag all the time, <sighs> then then this is what's going to happen. I don't know. To you. Maybe the whole. If we're talking about karma, the employing Araldus Chapman may be a bigger karma issue than yeah. the fans. Yeah, that could hurt as well. All right, if you guys have Astros thoughts or Texans thoughts, it was uh, the Texans win, if that matters to you. Um, it was a punt fest. We had a lot of punts in that game, t- including Tank Dell did, did you, having a good return. Did you get past the second half? Yeah, I actually went deep into the fourth quarter. No, the Davis Mills experience is not one. And the backup off the line experience is not one I want to suffer through. Once it got to halftime, I was like, all right. I'm out. Davis Davis threw the ball actually fairly well. He was uh, it was the EJ Perry or whatever. I wanted to see Case. I wanted to see the great Case Keenum uh, is who I was hoping to see there. But there's really no no plan on playing him. Uh, you got to see what other guys have. But I think Davis. I think Davis actually would function would be very functional in this offense. Let, let's come back because I've got a lot of thoughts on that one. Um, we'll break it right here. 713-780-3776. So we're about to have a huge weather pattern shift. It's getting under 100, and it's going to go to 99. And once that happens, guys, it's uh, it's time to start hanging out outside a lot more once this weather cools down into the high 90s. And uh, yesterday, all right, shout out to Houston, the highest recorded temperature ever in the history of the city. Yesterday, 109 at Hobby. Shout out to us. Uh, but 
I'm sorry. All good things have to come to an end. And at some point, we're not going to have 100-degree weather, and it's going to drop down into the high 90s. And I think that day is today. That means patio weather. 99 is patio weather, people, and that's Texas Custom Patios. Outdoors, I've got the outdoor kitchen, the big screen TV, the sound system. It's pretty standard, though. I mean, they build that for most people, although initially I just had the patio without the uh, the kitchen in it, and I retrofit the kitchen. I suggest you take a look at doing everything and getting that thing financed if you want to so that you have exactly what you're looking for. Because the great thing is it's going to add tremendous value to your home. When two people are looking to buy a home, they're going to buy your home ahead of someone else's because of the cool outdoor living space you have. If you're looking for a swimming pool, they're building awesome swimming pools. This summer may have convinced you that you must have a swimming pool at all times at your disposal, and they can build that as well. Texas Custom Patios, the website shows their entire process and the before and after uh, uh, situation at so many different houses. You'll probably see your own backyard in there with one of the pictures. It's TexasCustomPatios.com. ESPN 97.5 on Twitch. Oh, it's you people. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Huh? When the world is your oyster, where do you bank? Veritex Private Banking was created to assist high net worth individuals and their families in securing their legacy. At Veritex, we work with all your advisors to achieve your financial goals. To learn more, visit VeritexBank.com. Member FDIC. Lance Zerline here for Allstate Windows and Siding. If you're looking to give your home a facelift, well, forget about painting and staining. Call Allstate Windows and Siding for brand new siding. They are energy efficient and impact resistant from wind and weather. Call today, 832-204-1936, and ask them about their $2,000 off for complete siding jobs for their spring special. You can visit AllstateWindowsAndSiding.com, and don't forget, they have discounts available for senior citizens, military, and first responders. That's AllstateWindowsAndSiding.com. This is Lisa Zadok from Zadok Jewelers. Did you know that we have a large selection of pre-owned watches available in store? It's perfect if you're looking for a particular watch from a top brand or if you're a collector. We would love to help you. Come on in and browse our large selection today. Looking to sell a watch? We also buy. And you'll leave that same day with store credit or a check in hand. Visit us on Post Oak near San Felipe or on Zadok.com. Make the moment at Zadok Jewelers. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water. A whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. If Houston Powder Coaters has an ad about its commercial division highlighting what they can do to refinish the outdoor furniture for hotels, resorts, and restaurants, is it fair to say that Houston Powder Coaters Radio Spot is a commercial commercial for commercial clients? Think about that one for a while. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's time to rejoin the undisputed best sports talk show in Houston. It's clearly John and Lance, except no substitutes. All right, 718, get your kids off to school, and uh, keep it locked in right here on your app. You can listen on ESPN 97.5. Just Google it, go to the App Store, and and, uh, type in ESPN 97.5, and it'll pop up. You can always listen on your app, or you can listen to ESPN 97.5 
or ESPN 92.5, whichever one sounds best for you. Um, we'll get to the Astros in a little bit. I want to focus on the Texans for a second. One thing that I think is going to be very interesting and one thing that has been very telling is Bobby Slowick is clearly a purist when it comes to a lot of his outside zone stuff for his offensive scheme. You may recognize certain things that they are doing is going to look a lot like Gary Kubiak's offense. You saw a lot of fullback play. That's called 21, that offense. That means two running backs, one tight end. Whenever you hear people talk about 11, 12, 21 group personnel, the first number is the running back. The second number is the tight end. So two running backs, one tight end is considered 21 personnel. And that's obviously two wide receivers too. You don't see that a lot anymore. Um, in, in the Texans' case, you have Andrew Beck, you have Dalton Keene, uh, you have Nick uh, Vanette, who came from Ohio State. You have three different tight ends slash fullbacks right now on the roster. Now, somebody's getting cut, and, but it ain't going to be Dalton Keene. I'll tell you what, Dalton Keene was running around. He was a former New England Patriots uh, draft pick. Nick Casario was there for part of that. Brought him over. I actually, he is a, they drafted him too early in my estimation, which is why he's available for the Texans. But that dude's a hammerhead now. He will run in and hit whatever he sees and keep driving his feet until he gets done what needs to be done. And there's just not a lot of teams that need that anymore. So he's kind of a, you know, it's it's kind of a, a niche position. But for, it's clear that for Bobby Slowick's offense right now, he's going to run that lead fullback with some of the out, with some of the uh, the the running plays that he has, and man, he is uh, he's a guy who can get after it a little bit. Number forty, so keep an eye on on him. You had a, another good solid day from uh, from Damian Pierce. You didn't stick around long enough to see him talking to Aaron Andrews, I guess. No. Okay, so she asked him about. They showed the play where Case Keenum had the touchdown for Minnesota against the Vikings. I mean, against the. Uh, the Saints, and she said, did you see that when you were younger? He goes, he goes, I think I was, I don't even know if I was born yet. I think it was 1985. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, apparently he cracks on, uh, Case. he always cracks on Case about his age or whatever. But it was a good interview. Him and, and Will Anderson were both interviewed on the sideline, and they both came off uh, um, really good. I think Damian Pierce is a likable guy, but he even said, he calls him slow. Now, he calls him Coach Slow. He goes, Slow wants me to run. You know, he wants to really bring the funk in the running game. So I'm going to, you know, he's basically saying he's going to crank it up even more. Um, I think it's going to be, the more I've watched, the more I realize this is not going to be a modified shotgun to make it easy for C.J. Stroud. He's going to want his quarterback to work under center and take advantage of, of, of basically – when you work under center, you can really fake your play action more. You can sell the outside zone, the stretch plays, where it runs wide. You fake it, and then you can bootleg the other way. gives you a chance to really protect your quarterback. Uh, number one, it, it throws linebackers off the scent and safeties. Number two, it really gives you a chance to protect the quarterback without having to be in pass pro. And they're doing that a lot, Dale. That's one thing I've noticed is a lot of these teams have figured out, they basically just said, well, this quarterback's just used to being in shotgun. Let's modify our offense. But he's actually staying true to the concepts because there are differences if you don't run it from under center. It changes the mesh point, the timing, a lot of those things. And Slowick appears to be a purist who is going to, and I know he coached under uh, Gary Kubiak for a little bit. I think he's going to 
I think he's going to keep running it the same way that we're used to seeing him. Yeah, I was going to ask because they had the Dolphins in town a couple weeks ago, and we talk about modifying an offense for the quarterback to a guy who played in a, I guess you want to call it a power spread at Alabama, but was not under center very much. And, you know, even some of their play action would be him pivoting from the shotgun and having a running back come across um, and then go out for a pattern. It didn't. It didn't have the same type of sell that right. the hard play action would when when the running back standing right next to him, but c- going behind the quarterback as he turns his back to the to the to the uh, to the front. So in year two, he's in at least in the limited preseason games he's at. He's been under center more. Yeah. Just to sell that stuff. So they've tried. They're adapting more to what they might. You might have seen in San Francisco. That's that's going to be my question. If we're going to compare what this offense will look like, not production wise or who's actually on the field, but if we're saying who who will they look like more, the Dolphins in year one under Mike McDaniel or what we've seen from Kyle Shanahan? No, Kyle Shanahan for sure because that's going to be Mike McDaniel is willing to. Well, McDaniel to me is going to be more creative in uh, Slowick. One of the, I think one of the knocks on Gary Kubiak back in the day, and it was a fair knock, is that he was so insistent that it's the scheme and then you just execute that when teams change up their defensive fronts and there were some different things that they could do schematically, it really hurt him. He had a hard time. You know, the Giants were always a nightmare for Gary Kubiak's offense because they were in this bare front. They covered up guards and centers, and they weren't able to climb to the second level, and it was a big problem. And uh, so they started introducing more gap scheme runs, which is more hat on hat, and it, it's kind of changes the focus of where the run is. Well, most offensive coordinators who believe in the outside zone stuff, which frankly is you know Mike McDaniel, it's it's, it's the Kubiak tree, it's McVeigh has a lot of it, it's all the Kyle Shanahan stuff, which come from Mike Shanahan. It's going to be Bobby Slowick. Um, they have really changed to where they run. It's it's not just all outside zone. They understand that you've got to mix it up. You're running attack, however. It is interesting to see more teams going back under center. We had gone to so much shotgun, and so many of these quarterbacks coming out are primarily shotgun quarterbacks. I think that a lot of these, since there's so much of the Shanahan tree that's starting to spread around the the country uh, or the the NFL, I think you're going to see more and more of them try to reach to, to try to teach from the ground floor up quarterback technique for footwork so that they can work under center a little bit more because it's just better. For zone read, the, the I mean, it's better for play action. The play action you're getting out of a lot of the shotgun stuff is just more of the, you know, the zone read type looks or the RPO looks, really, not zone read, but the RPO looks, which is a completely different type of play action. So that's kind of football geeky stuff, but it is interesting to me because it tells me, all right, Slowick is going to be, we're going to see a lot more Gary Kubiak type stuff, which means uh, C.J. Stroud is going to still be learning some footwork. Now, I also think it's, also, very, very likely that some of what he wants to do, he hasn't shown in a preseason at all. So it's not like C.J. Stroud's played a ton. And so I do think it's going to be a mix of under center and, and plenty of shotgun. I do think that will be the case. Uh, Dalton Keene, to me, I really like the game. He had the fullback. The offensive line, something interesting. Uh, Kenyon Green, not starting. It was Michael Dieter was the starter. That's not mm, – I I've had this conversation before, I think, with you or maybe even uh-huh. when I was filling in with someone else. The Michael Dieter thing, you – look, beyond the fact that Kenyon Green's a first-rounder, Michael Dieter has proven, at least, at least according to Mike McDaniel in a similar offense, that he was not equipped to be a left guard or a guard in this offense. And if he's beating out 
Now, I know Kenyon Green was drafted for a different offense, but if he's beating out Kenyon Green, that one, that one Casario's going to have to wear because Michael Dieter's a street free agent that they just picked up. And if he's going to start your final preseason game... You just, make it sound dirty. You say he's a street free that's agent. That's what they call he him, He was right? a coveted free agent. By who? Who was available and the Texans snapped him up. No, he was a street free agent who gets signed after all the other guys get signed. Well... So Juice Scruggs, I think here's what very well could happen. Jarrett Patterson ends up their their fifth or sixth round draft pick out of Notre Dame, kind of a scrappy guy. You could see Dieter, or you could see. I'm not sure I want Dieter at left guard either, but I know I don't want Kenyon Green. This is a huge problem for the Texans. So Kenyon has been banged up. Let's let's keep that for first and foremost. Kenyon Green has had an injury he's been fighting through, and it's been a problem for him uh, throughout the preseason. He also is a guy who was late getting into preseason action or into uh, you know camp at full speed because of some uh, he missed OTAs because of a surgery he had. So, but in the game the other day, he just wasn't very good. Brian Breesy put a spin move on him, and then Kenyon was holding his arm, which did have I think a brace on it. So, I know he's he seemed to re-injure whatever has been ailing him, but. It just wasn't. He got pushed back into the quarterback on another sack at one point. Oh, it's scary that your first-round pick from just two years ago has really not come on at all. And if, and if anything, looks like he doesn't have a whole lot of confidence. Now, some of this can be injury-related, but at some point he's going to have to show that he can be a starter. It wouldn't. It's it's not going to shock me. He didn't start the other day. It's not going to shock me at all if it if it looks something like Juice Scruggs at center, Michael Dieter at guard, or or Jarrett Patterson eventually, or Dieter at center, and Juice Scruggs at guard. And that's a rookie. And that's playing ahead of your first-round pick from last year in Kenya Green. He does not look like the same player uh, last year or in limited reps, at least in preseason this year, that I saw at Texas A&M. Uh, doesn't look as strong, doesn't look, frankly, uh, as confident as, as he was. So I think that is a big concern for the Houston Texans. Uh, did have some interesting plays in the second half by Cam Dantzler, who was a pickup, former second-round pick at a Mississippi State at cornerback. Shaq Griffin made some plays on the football as well. The cuts at cornerback are going to be a little bit tricky, but this is going to be the best depth of guys who at least were drafted earlier than where they're picked up. I mean, Shaq Griffin was a third-rounder who got a good contract at Jacksonville. Cam Dantzler was a, a day-two pick. Uh, Desmond King has been a, you know, he is a starter with you right now, of course, but, uh, this is going to be their deepest cornerback room for a while. I think, uh, with guys who are trying to reprove themselves or prove themselves, but I think it's, I don't think it's going to be bad. I actually saw some offensive line play against some starters or defensive line play rather that I kind of like from the Houston Texans at times it's more flashes than anything. Didn't like the linebackers in the game on Sunday. Uh, like the running backs, not crazy about what the wide receivers did on the whole. But if you guys want to want to jump in there before it eventually gets silly, because it always does. Seven twenty nine right here. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six is the phone number. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Who am I talking about right now? QC. Oh yeah, QC Kinetics. Wife went for a big run on 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 Saturday. She's 
She's starting to taper down the running. She's got within three weeks, I guess it's about, we're getting close to three weeks that I'll be headed to Germany to watch her run in the Berlin Marathon. This is something, didn't think it was possible, honestly. Really didn't think she'd be able to do this. Uh, the knee issue she had was so considerable that she got through the Boston Marathon, gutted her way through it, and we thought, well, that's going to be it. But she went to QC Kinetics. She's been going through five different processes with them. She's had five visits. And each one was a separate process. And what it did was help get a lot of the mobility back. Um, QC Kinetics can work differently for different people. If you're dealing with chronic pain in your knee, hip, shoulder, back, well, that's something. She's dealing with something way more severe than that. But the chronic pain issue, that's something they really, uh, people benefit from QC Kinetics because it regenerates and restores damaged tissue. It's It's a natural biological therapy that's a regenerative medicine. And so it's not you know, shots to reduce inflammation. It's not going to be the surgery, the downtime, or the drugs, which can really lead to future problems as well. What you're dealing with is your body's healing power concentrated, put back in that joint, and it starts to regenerate the damaged tissue. And you see the results from uh, pain management and a lot of times through better mobility and so that you can, you know, have that active life. Listen, guys, we're in fall now. It's good. It's getting under 100 degrees into the high 90s. It's officially fall. So take advantage of it with QCKinetics.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You're hooked up with it. You hooked up with it. You decided to marry it. I told you I wasn't into it. You said it didn't matter. Now through September 6th, listen to all the magic of an Air Force rendezvous. It's time to book your rendezvous with Paris with daily flights from Houston starting at $859 round trip, taxes included. And with Air France, enjoy a glass of champagne in all cabins. Elegance is a journey. Air France. Round trip purchase required. Advertised fare not available on all flights. Additional restrictions apply. See terms and conditions at airfrance.us. John Granada here with Yanni Damaris from Damaris Barbecue. I am a wing connoisseur, and I think your Greek wings are as good as any wings in this city. The Greek wings, I just had one that I brought in just now. It was awesome. You can get them smoked as well. Yes. Or you can get Get them them fried with Frank's hot sauce. You can get them with our second-gen barbecue sauce. You can get them just about any way you want. Damaris Barbecue, two locations. One's on 610 and 18th Street. The other's at Shepherd, just north of West Alabama. Or you can order ahead at Damaris.com. Are you ready for some football, baby? That's right. Football's back. It's officially returned. And let the betting begin. NFL preseason is here and college football right around the corner. It's time to get set up on my bookie so you can make those games a lot more entertaining and possibly put some cash in your pocket to boot. At mybookie.ag, you'll find so many fun ways to bet on football against the spread, money line, and totals. And right now, there's futures odds on teams to win the Super Bowl. One team we know is 18,000 to 1 to win it all. Let's talk bonuses. Mybookie.ag and click on bonuses. There are several ways to leverage your deposits for more cash. There's a welcome bonus for new players, a reload bonus for existing customers, and a referral bonus if you get a friend to sign up. Hop on mybookie.ag today, start having fun, bet on games, win some cash. You can also bet on Major League Baseball, soccer, and golf, plus they have live casino betting with real dealers. As I've always told you, and I'll tell you again, bet on anything, anytime, anywhere, with the only place I tell you to do it, mybookie.ag. Currently, in the Veritex Community Bank Studios, one is a renowned forensic blood splatter expert, the other, an appointed master of haberdashery. It's John and Lance. 
Astros threw 25 hits. They true to Tigers pitching a beating yesterday. Um, speaking of getting thrown a beating, Noah Syndergaard's been DFA'd. The former first-round pick um, who made his major league debut in 2015 with the Mets. My, oh my, not everyone is Justin Verlander. He is DFA'd, once a, a hot name in Major League Baseball. He was 2-6 and six this year with the ERA over 6. is not good, so he was... Designated for assignment, um, the Astros yesterday, they tried to designate pitchers for assignment by giving them the 25 hits and 17 runs. But uh, so far, no word if Detroit's gotten rid of any of their pitchers. But it was a good offensive performance, again, from the Astros. Five hits for uh, our good, close personal friend, Jeremy Pena. Another big day for Jonathan Singleton, one for five. Now, uh, yeah. Let's see. You're using your data dredging. What do you mean? He's five for fourteen over over his last seven days. Your day to dredge. So he is he's hitting three fifty seven in the in, in the last week or so. So that should be something we applaud. He is no longer the black hole. I, did, I said he's keeping his hot streak going. Now nah, you did. The I one. said he's still he's staying hot. He's you did one the for one five. for five thing. All I did is I just said the number. I just said what is batting. I just said what he did. Yesterday. I just think I didn't date a dredge. I just said he was one for five. He's keeping his hot streak going. That's I, what, small was not sample. You're small sample that. size guy. You should oh, I, you should be talking about his his weak performance. I'm sorry. Over the last week, I'm sorry. Over okay. So has he ever hit 200 in his career? No. Has he one hit, for five is 200? That's a compliment. I have evidence that he's hit over 350 in a week. I have evidence he's hit 158 over a year. Well, no, that's only what he's done with the Astros, right? Or does that go back to Milwaukee? Mm, that goes back to the. But what what about what he did for the for the Space Cowboys? No. Okay. If we're talking about a year's he worth was on of an hitting, MVP. he was on an MVP. Yeah, pay, I think you're being a little Cowboys, unfair to John yeah. Singleton in a in a game where his every- summer he's had a he's had elements of his summer have been good. Yeah, and some elements yeah. have not been good. Yeah, but I my no, my, he's hit. I mean, recently he's hit. I'm I'm happy with him. Like I'm back to being okay. Let's keep Abreu out, even though Abreu had a couple hits on Saturday. Like yeah, Abreu, but the coin is spoken. So yeah, the John coin Singleton is spoken. Back I mean, yesterday it was Dusty just said heads. It's a brave tales. It's Singleton. Corn is spoken. It's I think Singleton. we have not talked about the fact that I, I guess we can call it a fact that Michael Brantley is going to be back. <laughs> okay. they, uh, Dana, okay. Bra- uh, Dana Brown said a couple days he's with the team. He'll be with the team in Boston. So we're a couple days away from so Michael Brantley coming back. So for a couple days, he's back. playing in the Boston series. I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. he's at least pinch hitting. I don't know if that's the a case. A couple of days is two. He's back in a couple of days. That's what Dana Brown said. Okay, so no, well, see, and, and he's with the team. He's with the team in Boston. All right, Phil Maton was was not activated good. yesterday. He, he was wasn't good, good, but he was activated. Ronel Blanco, who I'd rather see up, uh, he was optioned down. I wonder who goes away if Uncle Mike is is with the team. Now he's with the team at home all the time, but if he's with the team on the road, that is pretty. That's pretty telling that they plan on on getting him uh, his abs. The only thing that matters to me is that. Yiner D 